Welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Tang, and I'm a holistic health coach that is here to help you become your glowier self mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a lifestyle and wellness content creator and founder of the wellness platform, Guide Me Glow. In this podcast, I share my journey and knowledge on all things self-development, manifesting, confidence, healing your relationship with food and body, and so much more. Follow for weekly episodes to listen to on your Glow Girl Walk. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Guide Me Glow podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking about tips on healing your relationship with food and binge eating. This is probably such a big topic like I don't think I'd be able to speak about everything all in one episode because there's just so much to it but I basically wanted to give you guys like my top tips of what's helped me my journey um and just kind of yeah going more into depth with it because I know that a lot of girls and guys struggle with their relationship with food and body image and binge eating it it's quite a common thing but like a lot of people don't really talk about it because I just think it has that kind of like shameful connotation which it definitely shouldn't like we should definitely speak about it more because the more we speak about it and are open about it the more we can help each other but I know that when I was going through the depth of it like really quite bad I didn't really speak about it to like a lot of people like I spoke about it to my close friends um, and my family I even saw a health coach once Um, But I think back then I didn't really understand it properly um, because a lot of the time we think it's just about the food but it really isn't that much to do about the food at all. So that's kind of what I'm going to go into um, this episode today but I thought I'd give you a bit of an update on me um, from this week. I love doing little like updates to keep you guys well updated obviously (laughs) but um yeah I've just been super busy with work um I've taken on another client doing social media I've moved to the city not even the city it's like just nearer to the city a few months ago and the traffic noise is just like quite hectic um but anyways we digress because when I lived by the beach it was just really noisy in terms of like people always walking past it anyways past the point back to the update of the week yeah I've taken on a new client with social media um content creation management that kind of thing influencer work so it's just added a bit more to my plate but you know I guess these sometimes we have to do these things in order to help us go more full-time with our like passion projects and our like dream job almost because it pushes us and it makes us realize how much we want to be doing the job we feel most aligned to more so it just makes us work harder really but um or not necessarily harder but just I don't know more passionate and feel like more positive emotions towards it I guess at the end of the day I do the things I do for me and my social media because I love it so much if I didn't love what I did I wouldn't be sitting here at like 10 p.m recording a podcast (laughs) do you know what I mean like I'd be in bed but um I know that I you know have made a commitment and I want this to work and happen so that's why I do what I do I don't know I guess that's a thing for you guys to take into the week is that you know sometimes we do have to go through life and do things that aren't necessarily our picture perfect idea of what we envision our dream job to be like or our dream scenario whatever it is but sometimes we have to do those things because it leads us to learn more and it makes us just more aware of like exactly what we want to do and also helps us learn I think essentially every job 
I think we learn something really valuable from like it could literally be you could literally do like customer service and still learn so much from that job like I remember when it was first um the first lockdown like a couple of years ago I just kind of moved to Australia and I was doing like social media freelancing but you know during Covid obviously work was wasn't as busy so I was doing like a shop assistant for a designer brand and it was pretty chilled and I learned how to like run the shop myself and I don't know I just learned skills in that I hadn't learned you know before and I met really nice people um and it was just like a nice experience but obviously that wasn't my ideal job but it kind of still led me to a path where like where I am now so I know every job has its purpose kind of thing anyway I'm rambling on about that also I finally built my outdoor furniture which has been (laughs) that sounds really silly but it's been such an achievement for me because I have literally left it there for like the longest time um hoping someone's gonna help me but at the end I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it myself because like it won't be that hard and it actually wasn't hard it was so easy and it took me like an hour and a half and all that time I'd put it off it kind of made me realize that I feel like we do that so much in life like we procrastinate we procrastinate we build things up so it's so big on our head and then we like you know leave it to the last minute and then it becomes like a bigger thing but if we just kind of tackled it bit by bit and just started it then it's a lot less daunting than you know rather than leaving it to the last minute kind of thing so I'm proud of myself for doing that but that's another thing that just made me think like oh I should really just do the thing and not make it such a big deal because I feel so much better and so much more motivated and productive when I've done it you know like I just think do the work first like do the things that you know are on your mind and then go and have fun and do the more like leisure things because it's the whole thing about you know long-term gratification versus short-term gratification because if we just always you know did the fun things and you know didn't really take responsibility of our responsibilities then we would do the fun things that we would almost feel guilt because we know that we haven't done what we really needed to do whereas if we did what we really needed to do and then go and have fun we would feel like we really did earn it and it also that also boosts our own self-confidence so that's a tip if you're looking to boost your self-confidence is actually follow through do what you say you're gonna do um and yeah don't make excuses for yourself really because manifesting and you know positive affirmations is one thing and it does work but you have to align yourself with the energy and you do have to put in some work you can't just sit there and just think it's going to come to you like you've got to put in the action and then just kind of trust and let go and surrender and all that good stuff so yeah I mean that's a bit of an update from me on like what I've been thinking recently I think the theme has been surrender and let go And I think I might make a different podcast on that too. But I'm going to get into the episode now because that was just a long ramble of me and my outdoor furniture and you probably weren't interested. But anyways, (laughs) um, yeah, I'm going to get into tips on healing your relationship with food and binge eating or overeating, emotional eating, whatever you want to call it. But I'm going to start with an affirmation of the week. And this week's affirmation is... I allow myself the freedom to fuel my body with foods that make me feel energized and I'm accepting and showing love to my body more every day. And this is the affirmation of the week because I just think when we allow ourselves to have freedom and just, you know, go for what our body truly craves and wants and listening to it, then 
we often don't do the bad habits such as overeat or go for like the really bad foods because if we truly listen to our body our body really does want you know the healthy whole foods and the foods that make us feel energized and our body knows as well like especially as women I'm obviously speaking from a female point of view. During our menstrual cycle, we have loads of different phases. Well, we have four different phases. But like each week, we will feel differently according to what stage we are in our cycle. So for example, if we are in our menstrual stage, then we will often crave more food because our body needs more fuel to be in the menstrual phase. Whereas if we're in our ovulation phase, then we're feeling a lot more energized and we don't really crave like that much more food and we crave more like fresh like salads and fruits and all these kind of raw foods because our body already is so energized when I kind of like read into this and realized this I was like oh my god it literally is so true I really I'm so in sync with my cycle now and I track it on this app I think it's called my flow I track it and yeah it's pretty accurate and each week I take notes from it and just think like oh I'm just mindful about what kind of foods I buy and what kind of foods I feel like my body needs and it's so true like just when we're in certain phases our body just craves different foods and we should honor that and yeah I'm not going to go too into it now but that basically really helps so look into that if you're interested um I can also do another podcast on that I also just think when we listen to our body and we allow ourselves a freedom Um, to fuel our body and look at it as fueling our body not punishing our body or even rewarding our body with food I don't know I think we can reward ourselves in different ways and food shouldn't be used as a substance I guess but it can be and it can be mistaken as one but if we kind of just look at it as the point where like food is you know meant to help us is to help give us energy so like if we need it then eat it but don't overdo it and don't overuse it you know because like too much of anything is not good so and I also put in the affirmation I'm accepting and showing love to my body more every day because I don't want to just give you guys the affirmation like I love my body or my body is perfect because I think if you are at that stage and that's like amazing but if you're not if you tell yourself that you're not going to believe it yourself so it's not going to do anything for you whereas if you just say to yourself I'm accepting and showing love to my body more every day that is allowing your subconscious to kind of ponder in those thoughts of like yeah maybe today I am showing a bit more love to my body than I did yesterday or I'm accepting it a little bit more than I did yesterday and that's a step forward like any small step is a step in the right direction it's you trying and you doing something that will show love to your body a bit more today so that doesn't mean that you have to be perfect in what you do but if you're just doing one small thing that makes a difference and that is different to what you did yesterday and it's an improvement and it's something positive, then you should be proud of that. So I'm gonna start off with a little disclaimer. I'm not a like nutritionist or like a doctor or anything like that. So obviously when it comes to binge eating, I can speak from my experience. I am a qualified holistic health coach, so you can trust me on that one. And we did learn a lot about binge eating, overeating, why we overeat and like the types of foods and stuff like that, that can help us not do that. And also the mindset work that goes with it. But um, I just wanted to add that in there. If you guys have like actual eating disorders, then like definitely go to someone 
that is qualified to help you with that, even a therapist, a nutritionist, that kind of thing. But um, these are kind of general tips that helped me. I'm gonna talk about my journey to give you guys a bit more of an insight of like where I'm coming from and maybe you can relate to me because I really enjoy hearing other people's stories or journeys rather because, especially if I can relate to them because it just helps me think a bit deeper into like things that I can do as well to help me. Um, and also know that like everyone is still always on their journey. I think just because I've stopped binge eating or overeating for like a bit doesn't mean that sometimes when I feel stressed and anxious, it comes back because like that's my body's way of like, it's learned how to deal with that kind of thing in that way. But I'm slowly learning to teach it not to do that. And I've also found like new techniques and stuff like that. So yeah. So like when I was younger, I never really restricted my food. I know that my mum, she would always tell me to eat all the food on my plate, even if I wasn't hungry. Like I was always the slowest eater and honestly didn't have much of an appetite because I was like a really skinny small kid. Like I was tiny and I didn't really think about food that much to be honest. And yeah, I just ate because it was dinner time and whatever food time. And my mum told me to eat. So <laughs> yeah, but she would always tell me to like finish the food on my plate. And now I feel like I always have to finish the food on my plate, even if I'm not like hungry. And I think that's something that a lot of us actually do have that thought programmed into our minds, maybe from your parents or whatever. But now I'm learning that like, actually, no, I don't have to finish the food on my plate if I'm not hungry. Like if I'm not hungry, then I can leave it and save it or just not eat it. I think that is the step forward into listening to our body rather than listening to our mind. Yeah, when I was younger, we ate pretty healthy in terms of like dinner and stuff like that. But you know, as a child, I would eat like the sugary cereals and the chocolates and the crisps and stuff like that. But it was pretty balanced because I still ate like fruit and like the healthy foods. So I wouldn't say I was ever like deprived of any foods, but I know that there was, you know, like a special cupboard for like all the crisps or like I knew where the chocs were and like obviously I would want to eat more of that. I've always loved crisps when I was younger for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because like my mum, my sister loved it and I was like, oh my god, it's so good. I feel like when I was younger, sometimes I would, I guess like eat a lot of that in like large amounts but because I was just like wanted it because it's so Moorish but I didn't ever feel like I wasn't allowed, you know, I just... Or like maybe I did, like I knew that I wasn't allowed because my parents like didn't want me to eat all of them kind of thing. But that was more like conscious of my parents, not because of like my body, if that makes sense. But then, yeah, I didn't really do much dieting or anything like that when I was younger either, which I'm really grateful for. When you're young and you go through that kind of thing, it just isn't great. And can I just say, I know I've done an episode on healing your relationship with food and body image, but this one I wanted to go more into... Um, binge eating because I know on the other one it was a little bit more generalized on like finding balance and stuff but yeah this one I definitely want to focus more on binge eating overeating emotional eating all that kind of stuff I guess my journey of becoming more conscious of my food was when I got really into health and fitness around probably like six years ago now six seven years ago I'm quite like a perfectionist mindset and it's not necessarily sometimes the best thing like it's not really the best thing to be honest. I really like went in on it and went like 100% on eating healthy. I didn't eat any processed foods or anything like that. 
Um, so yeah, I became quite like obsessed with the foods that I was eating and making sure I was eating really clean. I was vegan for a bit. I just became quite fixated on like how I looked as well. And I feel like I, when I focus on just how I look, I think that's when disordered eating habits kind of come in because I'm not focused on how I actually feel and obviously I can't really control really how I look essentially like obviously you can eat less or you know work out and eat a certain way to make your body look a certain way but like you can't really control how much fat you lose or where you lose it and how your body is like you just have to accept what your body looks like right now and just do those healthy habits because it feels good rather than how you look. I know that's from experience. When you focus so much on how you look, you'll always be chasing for the next thing. You know, first of all, I wanted abs and then I got abs and then I was like, now I want a bigger bum and then you grow your bum, but then it's like, now I want a smaller waist. And it's like all these things that we're programmed to think that, you know, this is what is a desirable look. You're always gonna be wanting the next thing because then you'll like get to that you know, body type, and then you'll be like, wait, but now I want more curves, and now I want this and that, so, like, you can almost never win if you focus so much on your looks, and when I start to focus more on how I feel, and, you know, how strong I want to be, and, like, how flexible I am, I just, like, all the physical stuff kind of just comes with it anyways, and it's just a lot more enjoyable because, I just like don't want to focus on how I look all the time and I don't want to be self-conscious about that. Also, when I think back to when I was at my like leanest, I liked how I looked, but I just still was so self-conscious because I was like, do I look good? Is my stomach flat enough at this moment? What do people think of me? It just is not a good mindset to go down, guys. Trust me. And then because I was restrictive during that period, I A, learned a lot because I tracked and I never tracked before, but I learned a lot about foods and like macros and stuff, which I don't regret because like it's actually really good to know those things. So you make smarter food choices. But you know, I did go like quite extreme, um, which probably wasn't the best. But then after that, because I went through a couple of years of like restriction, but to me, it didn't seem like restriction at the time because I was like, I can eat whatever I want. But at the same time, I was very disciplined and restricted in like what I how much I ate and stuff so that's not sustainable so then you just go through the other end when your body craves so much food and foods that you never let yourself have because you've been so restrictive and so you know then I went through a stage of like overeating binge eating just like disordered eating patterns like that um I was never diagnosed with binge eating disorder or anything like that but um I'm pretty sure I you know, I was close to having it, like it was pretty bad and it was really kind of consuming um, my life really, like every day I would think about food and even before I'd wake up and before I was tracking, I'd be like, what am I having for breakfast? So excited for breakfast when I was going to sleep and then I was like, what am I gonna have for lunch when I'm eating breakfast? And what am I gonna have to, like, I was just always thinking about food, always taking food with me just in case I got hungry. Like I, food was just very the center of my life and like I love food still now, but I just look at it so differently. Like I'm not too stressed if I don't have food with me because I know, you know, food is everywhere. Like I'm gonna be able to get food somewhere and it doesn't matter. Like I let myself eat out. Like I let myself eat whatever I want when I'm out. I'll make better food choices because I know that it will just make me feel better energetically. I've really worked on my mindset around food of like not restricting and just kind of like learning to trust my body a bit more every day. And I'm not saying the journey has been an uphill one. It has been up and down, 
very many times. Honestly, even recently I was going through like a stressful period. The overeating started to come back because I was feeling stressed and that's how my mind knew how to cope with those things. And I noticed it in myself too. If I just got back on something and I felt like it just was like a bit of a low energy and I just like didn't feel good about it, I would turn to food because it's like an emotional crutch for me. But I'm trying to rewire that and be like, no, don't turn to food if I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling stressed because like it doesn't help. And also sometimes when I go to food because of that reason, it's usually because I've been slightly restricting in one way or another. So that's another important tip. Jumping back to my story, um, you know, I was I was going through the binge eating stage and like, yeah, I got to a stage where like it was really, really consuming. And, you know, most days I would eat until I was so full. Oh my God. Like, honestly, I would be so full. My stomach would be like in pain and like so bloated and big because obviously I've eaten so much, but I just couldn't stop. And then, you know, eventually I would stop when like all, all the foods that I wanted to overeat on were gone. And most of those foods were always almost like sugary, I would never eat proper processed sugar. It would even be like unrefined sugar, but it's still like that sugar. But, you know, I'd overeat on like granola and something like salty and sweet. It'll be like a salty sweet situation. So it'll be like granola, which is obviously sweet. And then I'll go and have, I don't know, bread. (laughs) It's so random. Like avocado, do you know what I mean? But just like healthy things, but just overeating it to extreme. Um, And just like basically finding whatever I could in the cupboard and at the time I was going to like events so I'd always get all these goodie bags this was back in London and I would get all these goodie bags with all these new snacks and I would just eat them all because I also would place them in a drawer where it was like the snack drawer it was almost like the forbidden fruit I wasn't really allowed to go like have those kind of foods in the day but it'd be like you know at night after dinner where I would then want those foods because I've probably restricted some way or sometimes not even restrictive sometimes it's just because my brain is used to being restrictive that was the kind of solution because honestly for a while like I wasn't restricting like I stopped tracking yeah I just let myself eat whatever I wanted but now I look back I think maybe my body needed that time to kind of figure out what foods were good for me how much to eat like what kind of food just felt good for me and what worked and yeah sometimes you do have to go overboard to learn you know not to do that next time but yeah so I went through that stage and I talked about it to my friends but they don't know like they're not experts so obviously they can give their advice but like they don't really know how to deal with it themselves so I don't know it was more of like a personal thing for like me to really go through and I even saw a holistic health coach at that time and now I look back I think those exercises were useful but at the time like I just wanted a solution I just wanted like a quick fix but to heal it's definitely not a quick fix I think that's what is one thing you guys have to understand is like there isn't just one answer to healing your relationship with food and stopping binge eating and emotional eating because a is so individual to everyone and b it's just a journey to really heal yourself really and like the self-love and your reasoning and your why and now you know I'm to a point where I pretty much eat what I what I do eat what I want (laughs) and like I said I sometimes go through phases where I will have those limiting beliefs and habits come back but I am so 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 mindful of it now like I really like catch myself and I think to myself okay if I did that fine but I'll forgive myself in the end and then I'll be like why did I do that and what were the things that led me to do that most of the time it's because I had been restricting a little bit or I'd been like too focused on how I looked 
or like maybe I'd had a conversation with a friend that kind of triggered me to do it and nothing on the friend but just you know sometimes you do have to distance yourself from people that are also going through the same thing or talk about it because it just triggers you a little bit like you have to be aware of your triggers and yeah you have to put yourself first and just like I don't want to talk about it I've learned to really understand what kind of foods work for me just being so mindful about things that I will talk about as the episode goes on because all these tips like truly did help me so much in terms of what helps me get back on track the fastest that sounds really gimmicky like get back on track but like you know if I do fall off track and when I mean fall off track that means like yeah going back to old habits of like overeating or using food as an emotional um crutch I have learned to kind of jump back on track faster and not let it consume me so much it's like the bounce back rate kind of things number one thing is it's not actually about the food I mean you've probably got the gist of that now after me like talking for so long about it but like it's not about the food often it's really about your emotional mindset and the state that you're in it is a part of it part of it is definitely about the food but we really have to talk about what we call primary food which is your mindset so like what is going on in your life what is leading you to emotionally eat what is leading you to binge eating you really have to figure out exactly what it is like is it because you're talking down on yourself every day is it because you're looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking oh like I look awful or like I'm not this enough I'm not that like it kind of comes down to like not being enough yeah you have to kind of work through that and then look at the food the actual food is secondary food that's when we look at what are the types of foods you're eating and like in my coaching we look at are you eating a balanced macros or how much are you eating like what's causing you to overeat in like a food sense but then the main thing is really your mindset and things that happen in your life and life is a mirror so how you do one thing is kind of how you do everything so like if you're stressed about one area of your life it's probably going to affect a lot of other areas in your life too not just that one thing it's not so singular definitely look into the root cause of why you're binge eating another thing is depriving yourself and like restricting it's like we're children we have to kind of adult ourselves and if you tell a child you know don't do this don't eat that what is that child going to do it's going to do the exact opposite because once you tell anyone not to do something they're going to want to do it more like even if you didn't want to do it in the first place it's just human nature we don't really like to follow rules if we're pinning rules and restrictions on ourselves and being like don't do this because you know and you don't give a valid reason then like we're gonna do it and it's gonna like tempt us even more so I think just releasing letting go forgetting about any rule you've learned and just doing what you think feels right and that might take time for you to learn because I can't tell you what feels right for you because only you will know that I'm not you you're not me but that's for you to find out I guess it's a fun journey almost like learning about yourself more and you know what foods make you feel good and what foods don't make you feel good write notes on it take notes of exactly what really makes you feel energized and what foods work with what and all that kind of stuff but forget about the rules also forget about the outcome because I know that with binge eating is out of a scarcity mindset we binge eat because we've probably been restricting in the day because we're you know trying to get 
to a goal and the most common goal is obviously fat loss and we do these things because we want to look a certain way most of the time so let go of the outcome let go of what you think you'll look like because I know that a fear that people have is if I stop tracking if I just eat whatever I want then like I'm gonna gain so much weight like I'm just gonna go crazy and maybe you will for like a week or so like maybe you will but you're not gonna be like that forever your body's gonna learn you're gonna learn to trust yourself and after that episode of like eating whatever you want and maybe going a bit overboard you will naturally start craving better foods. It's like when you go on holiday and you have the best time, but you're eating out every day. Like my body craves like home cooked meals after a while, you know? The body is so intelligent that you've just got to trust it and know that it's not going to do you dirty and you're not going to eat like that the whole time. There's ups and downs of everything. So you just got to learn to like let go. And sometimes you have to go through those tough times to really find balance and trust yourself a bit more. Changing your mindset is obviously the massive factor basically you have to rewire your brain to think in abundance rather than lack because when you are binge eating you're basically an emotional eating you're eating so much of this food it's basically like you're eating so much of it because you don't think you have enough of it or you don't think you can get it again and that is acting out of a scarcity mindset whereas if you allowed yourself whatever you wanted whatever you felt like you know that is always there. Food is in abundance. Like nowadays, literally food is in abundance. We can get it within like 10 minutes or like two seconds if we have a shop right near us. It's not gonna go away. And we have to change our mindset to be like, you know what? I'm allowed to eat whatever I want. Like literally whatever I want. But actually today I choose to eat, you know, more whole foods and fresh foods and veg and stuff because that is what's going to make me feel better like I know I could eat processed junk foods but I choose not to like it's my choice take the power back like claim your power back and be like it's actually my choice don't let the food control you you control the food you control what you can put in your body make the choice of being like you know what I know I can eat whatever I want I know I can go for the processed foods and the junk foods and whatever is available the quickest but actually I choose to take a second to think about what's actually going to nourish my body and make me feel good and often that is eating whole foods making your own foods if you want to eat processed foods here and there then like do it but don't feel guilty about it because there's nothing worse than like when you're in the middle of overeating and a binge eating episode and you're eating all these foods that are meant to be enjoyed but you're eating it with so much guilt And, you know, you're just thinking about all these negative thoughts about yourself whilst you're eating it and feeling so much guilt and like sadness. And it's just not a good feeling. Now I look back at it, I'm like, I'd rather let myself eat those foods, but eat it with joy and like not feel guilty about it because I'm eating it anyway. So I might as well enjoy it. So it's really like taking yourself out of that mindset and being like, I have food in abundance. I can eat what I want but I choose to bring more whole foods, more healthy fats, carbs, proteins into my diet that I literally don't have room to like eat all the junk foods and all the other things because like I don't crave it anymore. And I think most of it is, yeah, focusing on improving your self-love, letting go of the stress. And through this is really like rewiring your brain and doing your morning routine with your journaling, with your meditations, your visualization, like all of that really does help. And also taking action and proving to yourself that you can do it, replacing the habit. So, you know, if you're used to coming back from 
a long day at work and then you eat dinner and then you end up binging like what can you do instead of that binging like how can you replace the habit because us as humans it's not even to do with a willpower thing like it's not a willpower issue there's nothing wrong with you but you know you've just created this habit where that is the thing that you kind of go to when you're feeling stressed so how can you change the habit and do something else instead and it might feel hard at first like any implementing any new habit but like the more you repeat it the easier it gets and then that will become simply a new habit also remembering your why and being mindful in the moment and sometimes I know this is hard because when we're in the middle of binge eating it's like we're not us it's like you know you've been taken over by someone else and you're just like mindlessly eating this food and most of the time we're doing something whilst we're eating the food so we're like watching something or we're thinking about something we're not thinking about the food but if you kind of snapped yourself out of that and just became a bit more mindful about what you're eating and literally thinking and being with the food you probably won't eat as much because you're not like numbing out you know what I mean just remembering how good it feels not to do that so taking yourself back to the moment where like you feel light and energized and like fueled but not over full just remember how good that feels and then remember how awful it feels when you're like so full it's just not worth it once you become more mindful and start thinking about okay like how is this actually making me feel right now you'll probably not want to do it as much because us as humans we're so curious that if we just thought to ourselves like actually what have I stopped this right now like what would happen I think when we start to question ourselves and ask ourselves those questions like what would happen if I didn't do this if I didn't finish the whole packet of this chocolate bar or like whatever what would happen like would I die probably not do you know what I mean you'll be fine I think making it kind of more of like a game rather than being so like deep into it and feeling all these like guilty emotions and like negative vibes we just have to take ourselves out of that and be like what's done is done what happens if I just stopped now what would happen how would I feel kind of thing when we do stop we obviously feel good about ourselves and then our brain will learn that's a positive thing and then that will become a habit I also wanted to talk a little bit about intuitive eating and listening to the body when I first learned about intuitive eating I was like what is intuitive eating how do I listen to my body like what does that even mean and now I understand it but if I put myself back to the time where I was learning about intuitive eating it really is just normal eating (laughs) take yourself back to when you were a child before you learnt rules before you learnt diets and before you were aware of what your body even looked like it's basically putting ourselves back in that childlike mentality where we just ate how we felt there was no timing rules there was no rules around what we should eat when we should eat and we literally just ate when we felt like it and obviously now we have more knowledge in what foods make us feel good but just honoring that and just honoring our cravings as well if our body really does crave like cookies then eat a cookie like it's fine it's not gonna it's not gonna completely ruin your progress or suddenly make you you know gain a load of weight or make you break out or whatever you're scared of what actually makes that happen is probably the stress that you put on yourself more than the food itself you know because when we're so stressed we hold on to fat more so it's really about releasing and letting go of that stress 
But yeah, intuitive eating is literally just like listening to what your body truly needs in that moment. And also being mindful about when you're eating, what you're eating. We know when we're hungry and when we're hungry, we should eat. And when we're full, we should stop. Yes, I know sometimes that's easier said than done, but that's kind of when the actual food itself comes into play because that's when we need to be mindful of like the timing of the food. I never thought about this that much until I was talking to a nutritionist and she was telling me how like the timing of food is actually quite important important and I was like wow like it actually is because now I'm so conscious of it like if I have a really busy day and I haven't eaten much in the day um not on purpose but just because I'm out and I just like haven't fueled my body properly and I've been running on endorphins and that kind of thing and then later I'll realize that when I you know come home and I'll like eat my dinner and stuff like that but I'll feel so much more hungry and like snacky afterwards because I haven't fueled my body properly throughout the day. And now like I try and make smart choices about what I eat. I am feeling snacky and stuff and what's gonna make me feel satisfied rather than like craving more. But the timing really is important. For example, if you're not hungry in the morning, that's absolutely fine. I don't get too hungry in the morning. Normally I'll just have a matcha, then go to the gym, or sometimes if I go to the gym a bit later, I'll have like a matcha and like a piece of fruit with um, almond butter and cinnamon or something the fat helps the fruit digest a bit slower so it's not gonna just like give you that energy crash I'll have that and then after training I'll have a meal with healthy proteins and like healthy fats and carbs but just knowing to prioritize the protein as well because that's what's gonna help repair my muscles and also it's important to eat after training because you recover faster and it's just gonna fuel your body. Timing your food, like eating at similar times throughout the day really helps me. Um, so my body knows when it's like expecting food. I feel like sometimes when I eat at the randomest times or just like random foods, my, I get really confused about what I'm eating. Sometimes I get thrown off by that and then I'm like, oh, what does my body want? You know, I get confused. So kind of following a similar routine most of the time really helps me. Eating a good meal as your first meal is really important because if you think about it having like your kind of biggest meal at the start of the day or like middle of the day is quite good because throughout the day you're like doing loads of stuff and kind of burning that energy because you're like doing stuff whereas if you have like a big big meal at night just before bed like the food is just gonna sit there um, in your stomach because you're like going to sleep and so when you're going to sleep your body's gonna prioritize burning off that food when it could be, you know, healing other things like your skin or just other things that sleep does amazing things for you. So being mindful of the timing of when you have your meals is really important. For me, I prefer to have three big meals because I just think it's just easier that way. And also it's good to let your food digest and not always be like, you know, feeding your body food because your metabolism never has time to rest. So yeah, I normally have like three big meals um, and then like a snack maybe a snack in between um, and then something like after dinner. I wanted to touch on the types of foods. In a meal, we basically need a balance of all carbs, fats and proteins. And maybe for each person, the percentage of, you know, the balance of the carbs and the fats and the proteins might alter slightly. For me, I feel like having a balance of all of them works really well or sometimes like higher proteins and fats keep me full. Um, but I always include carbs in my diet. I include unrefined carbs. So these are healthy carbs such as brown rice, sweet potato, like complex carbs, like starchy vegetables, 
um even like oats fruits like banana apple like those kind of things i don't really eat a lot of like white breads or white pasta or anything like that if i'm out at a restaurant then sure but my day-to-day diet not really and then i really do prioritize my proteins and healthy fats so in every meal i will have a protein when i was vegan i would have like tofu tempeh like lentils um all that kind of stuff like seitan and sometimes like the vegan meats and even like edamame is really good source of protein um but now i still have like tofu and tempeh but i have like eggs um which is actually good source of proteins and fats also can i say beans are more like carbs and protein they're not just like a sole source of protein so if you're vegan or vegetarian i wouldn't just have beans as like your source of protein like i would add something else to it as well otherwise you're gonna have to be eating like a lot of beans um but yeah back to what i eat yeah so i eat yeah tofu tempeh i love salmon tuna i make sure i get the wild caught though because um, I know that it helps with the quality of the foods I want to be mindful of like even with chicken I'll make sure it's like organic and antibiotic free that's really important and same with just fruits and veg to be honest I try and get organic when I can but yeah they're the main sources of proteins I have to be honest tempeh tofu prawns salmon tuna chicken um, edamame beans I love those edamame pastas where the pastas are made out of like edamames or even like chickpeas or um, lentils. You can just get them in like any supermarket, I think. But love having that. Um, yeah, for brekkie, I normally have like an omelette with vegetables and avocado. Yeah, healthy fats. I love obviously avocado, duh. Um, almond butter, nuts and seeds. Healthy mayo that I get. It's called. I think it's called healthy fats mayo or healthy mayo or something like that. But um, yeah, basically just eating as whole foods as I can, the ingredients as simple as I can, but making sure it's quality foods and also just understanding how to cook my foods and like flavor it really well really helps because yes, like broccoli and vegetables can be plain, but if you season it well and you know how to cook, then it definitely is not plain and it's so good. So yeah, experiment in the kitchen a bit, learn how to properly cook, do your research, learn what carbs are, learn learn what fats and proteins are. Like once you educate yourself, you'll be able to make a lot smarter decisions when it comes to, you know, creating a meal. If you're just gonna have a plate full of just vegetables or, you know, just fruit or just like carbs, you're gonna be hungry after. Like you're gonna be very hungry after because it's not, filling you up like maybe it is in terms of like volume wise but you're not having the fats you're not having the proteins that are going to help you feel satisfied and I think for the longest time when I first went vegan I was eating so many carbs they were like healthy carbs but just so many carbs and I didn't eat much fats and I was just like ravenous after like I'd eat a massive massive plate of food and then yeah like 20 minutes later I'll be so hungry again but like now I make sure I have the proteins the fats and the carbs and now I feel like satisfied after every meal and if I do feel hungry then I'll make a smart decision of what I want to eat so maybe I'll have for dessert like dates with almond butter or like a protein shake or I don't know you could either have like coconut yogurt with berries 
now I'm at it, like just that kind of thing, rather than reaching for the sugary processed foods, you know? Also love a dark chocolate situation. I'm actually a big fan of the 95%. I know that's like really dark. Try it out. I definitely built myself up to that dark though. Like I definitely didn't start that dark. So also stop comparing yourself to other people and what other people eat. Literally just no. <laughs> and I know we can all fall in this trap of comparison, especially on social media. I've actually recently, oh, I forgot to give this in my update. I've stopped looking at stories and scrolling on my Instagram feed okay it's only been since the weekend but it's honestly made such a difference I'm just focusing on myself guys focusing on me <laughs> but like yeah stop comparing yourself oh it's 11 11 anyways we fall into the trap of comparison seeing what other people eat like I'm not gonna lie I post what I eat in a days on my tiktok and stuff but that's purely for inspiration of like recipes and just getting idea of what I eat like I think it's fun to watch and I like watching other people's but don't compare the amounts of what that person eats to what you should eat because you're not that person like you don't know how much exercise they've done how much they weigh their eating history what they, what foods they need like their metabolism like there's literally no point trying to copy someone else's diet because you will never be the same so you've just got to learn what's right for you honestly it just comes through trial and error so yeah stop comparing it doesn't it's a waste of time focus on yourself learn the foods that work for you what foods do you love what foods do you not love what makes you feel good what does make you feel good like honestly ask yourself these questions write it down like literally learn about yourself and about foods and your habits and you'll feel a lot better lastly i want you to forgive yourself and i think this is the most important thing because after we do go through overeating emotional eating binge eating we often feel so low about ourselves because we're like why why have we done this again like we said yesterday we're not going to do this again and here we are so full feeling like so just pretty bad about ourselves and just like talking down ourselves I think you know I used to be so hard on myself and be like why have I done this I literally said yesterday I was gonna start again but once I realized to myself that I'm not gonna have any more day ones like I'm not gonna start this like new thing like wait for tomorrow and you know wait for the perfect time I'm just going to be like okay well that happened but you know tomorrow I'm just gonna be more mindful about how I feel and if that means I do overeat again then that's fine but if I can overeat a little less than today then that is a step forward and also forgiving yourself in in terms of like it's fine I'm human I'm going through this for a reason it takes trial and error and healing takes time each time I do this I'm learning more about myself and it's taking me closer to where I need to be just remember that you know what you're going through right now it's not gonna last forever you're gonna get through it maybe you need to go through this to truly learn and you know take you on your path to healing and your journey because honestly like if I didn't go through that myself I a wouldn't be here today talking to you guys about it and b I wouldn't appreciate like how much I understand about my body now and how much I understand about food now so it really is a blessing in disguise I mean obviously I wouldn't want anyone to go through like those feelings and you know what I went through and stuff like that and I'm sure other people have gone through it so much worse but I just think this is part of my journey and I'm gonna own it it happened and sometimes I go back to those limiting thoughts but now 
I kind of can take myself out of it so much quicker and I'm like proud of myself for that. It's part of my healing journey. It's just made me so much more aware of myself and my body and I wouldn't have gone through that and I wouldn't be who I am today if, yeah, I hadn't gone through that whole thing. So forgive yourself, be patient with yourself, um, show yourself love every day, speak to yourself as if you are a child almost or even you know your best friend and would you speak to your best friend like that like if you if your best friend or like your younger self and you're speaking to a child has just overeaten on like loads of things and they feel really upset about themselves would you then be like oh my god you're such disappointment you're such this no you wouldn't you'd be like you know what it's okay like it's not the end of the world it's one day you've done this again but you know tomorrow or now is a new moment, it's a new time, and you can just work on yourself and learn that it's okay, and you're on this journey, and it's fine, you're not an awful person, you're not, there's nothing wrong with you, you are you, and you're on this healing journey, you're on this journey of self-discovery, and you are so capable of achieving what you want, but right now, even though you can't see it, this is happening for you, and you will get through this. So I'm gonna end this podcast on a challenge of the week. And the challenge of the week is being more conscious of what and when you're eating and how it's making you feel. So basically what I've been doing recently is I created a folder on my notes, like on my iPhone, um, as like a food diary almost, and just writing down what makes me feel good. And also when I'm going through a binge like eating phase or like episode or whatever you want to call it I'll write down the thoughts I'm having during it and you know when I'm out of that I can look back at it and think okay why was I thinking that and like looking at it from more of like a rational point of view because I think it's really hard to be in the moment and think rationally but when you take yourself out of it um you can kind of deconstruct it a bit more and think okay identify certain patterns write down you know the thoughts that you're having when you're eating the foods when you're eating overeating the foods like what did you do beforehand um how you felt after it's just like writing down like the emotions the place what you did before what you did after so you can identify patterns and see okay how can I change this to try and obviously stop this action from happening so it's just really interesting to do and also even the types of foods that you're eating like what what is always making me feel more hungry after or what's makes what makes me feel good and satisfied just becoming more aware is really key to helping you overcome this yeah that is my challenge of the week for you guys so today was a pretty long episode but i got some feedback for you guys and it's literally a mix between you like shorter episodes and you also like long episodes so i'm just gonna do both um so thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope this has truly helped some of you if you are going through binge eating overeating um these tips have truly helped me heal my relationship with food and i'm really proud of myself for how far i've come you know from coming from a place where i was so afraid of certain foods and tracking every single thing every day and to now being like pretty relaxed about it and not feeling the need to you know track my foods I feel like almost when I track my foods I was doing it for a bit I get a bit too fixated on what I look like and how much I should eat and it makes me feel restricted so I just had to take a step back from that and just heal myself and this time I am focusing so much on like intuitively eating and truly just eating in a way that feels good for my body with all the knowledge I have behind me and seeing if I can still reach my goals without 
tracking. At the end of the day, I want to see food as something that's enjoyable, that's going to fuel me and something that's sustainable too. I'm not going to be 60 years old and tracking my food. Like, no, I want to eat because it makes me feel good. I want to fuel my body and hopefully that's how you feel too so thank you for listening to today's episode please give this podcast a rating and review your feedback means the most to me and I actually love seeing you guys post on your Instagram stories of like listening to my podcast too like it means so much and it honestly makes me so happy like I love it (laughs) um so yeah do that as well (laughs) and tag me so I can repost it thank you so much for your support as always and I will chat to you guys next Tuesday bye